This is episode number 43 of the Art of Med School, where we help creative minds understand medicine. Today, we are going to talk about peroneoplastic syndromes, long-distance relationship, bonding, good idea, fails, and scabies. I know I've said this before, but y'all, cancer is so interesting. Not saying that I want to study it or that, well, I mean, I want to study it. Not saying I want to do it for a specialty or anything like that, but man, it is fascinating to learn about. One of the crazy coolest things that I've learned or one of the craziest complications that that I've learned so far is something called perineoplastic syndromes. So essentially, a perineoplastic syndrome is a, a, like a series of symptoms in a cancer patient that cannot be explained by either local or distant spread of the tumor. But it's still caused by the tumor. So I'm going to start with like a really easy one. Hypoglycemia. Hypoglycemia can be caused by a pancreatic neuroendocrine tumor. So, I, okay, I said that really fast. A, 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 panc- a pancreatic tumor, cancer in the pancreas. But it's specifically an insulinoma, so one that would end up secreting insulin or an insulin-like substance. But the cancer doesn't actually move, right? Like, it's still in the pancreas. It's releasing all this insulin, which is causing the hypoglycemia. Okay, that, that one, okay, the logic of that makes a lot of sense, right? That's pretty easy to follow. Now they get a little weird. For instance... Say a patient has a brown, brownish, blackish hyperpigmentation of the skin, right? So just these these splotches that are a lot darker than anywhere else. They're probably by a fold, like, you know, in the neck, the armpits. It could be in the groin, even though the forehead, <clears throat> excuse me, the foreheads, forehead, the forehead has, has some folds, you know, and, and get this, the texture is velvety, would you think, as you're trying to figure out what's wrong with this person, would you think to put gastric cancer on your differential? How about lung cancer? Breast cancer? Uterine cancer? All of these cause these symptoms. It's called acanthosis nigricans. And it's due to the, the secretion of epidermal growth factor. Right? Like, that's kind of awesome. Another really interesting one is perineoplastic cerebellar degeneration. So perineoplastic, just perineoplastic syndrome, cerebellar brain degeneration. So it presents with ataxia, which is difficulty walking, dysarthria, which is difficulty speaking, specifically due to muscle weakness, so the weakness of the muscles in the face, and nystagmus, which is like a repetitive, uncontrolled movements of the eyes. So it's almost like the eyes are kind of ticking back and forth. And this is due to the autoimmune, so autoimmune, you know, our antibodies against herself, uh, autoimmune destruction of cerebellar Purkinje cells. This can be caused by anti-yo, which comes from gynecologic cancers and breast cancers, anti-hu, which is small cell lung cancer, or anti-TR, which is Hodgkin disease. What a crazy set of symptoms that are seemingly un- unrelated to, to those cancers, you know? 
Uh, there are also some that we, we don't even understand yet, like hypertrophic osteoarthropy and clubbing of the fingers. Somehow, they're associated with underlying bronchogenic carcinoma and non-small cell lung cancer. Uh, this is this is why I kind of really like cancer. Just fascinating all the time. And that's perineoplastic syndromes. Make sure you check us out on artofmedschool.com. We have a ton of more information, blog posts, any of our past episodes that you might have missed, as well as some really fun underwater photography that Mike has been working on. There's some cute photos of fish. So check us out on artofmedschool.com. All right, maybe my description wasn't the best, um, but I'm going to talk about some of the really great, well-intentioned ideas that we have had to be like, yeah, that'd be a really great long-distance date night thing, and we're just not very good at it. I, I think a lot of people are probably great at it. I, I don't know. I've like looked at blogs of other people and stuff that like... These are long distance relationship date night things that you can do. I, and, and we're not good at them and they just don't work for us, but they could work for you. And so I'm going to talk about some of the things that haven't worked for us and probably why they haven't worked for us. But every relationship is different and everybody's different. So maybe these will work for you. They didn't work for us, but, um, we have talked about listening to the same podcast. We even like try to crowdsource some really great podcast ideas. Uh, and, you know, and then we're like, oh, here's our list. Ooh, I respect this person's opinion. I think that person's full of crap. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, and we like separated the list into like who should listen to what. And then we both got busy and then we never did it. So, um, could work for you. Didn't work for us. Um, watching the same Netflix show. We've also talked about doing that. Of like, yeah, let's watch Stranger Things at the same time, and then we can like talk about what we saw and whatever. And then, and then, sure, we would do that. And then I would get too many episodes ahead of him, and then he couldn't talk about them. And then I, you know, and then he would go on a big long binge, and then I wouldn't have gotten there yet. And then. Um, yeah, that didn't work, uh, but uh, it could work for you. Um, a book club. We've thought about like, ooh, maybe we could read the same book, uh, and then we could talk about the book that we read together. Um, that has only worked for one. We we both read the same like parenting book, um, and but even that whole reading of the same book thing uh, was like. Great, and then we'll like talk about the different chapters, and then and I was like, yeah, I thought it was all right. No, I don't know. I didn't really think that. I thought she was kind of full of crap. Cool, basic reactions. Cool, and then like it was done. That was our book club discussion. So that didn't really work, but it could work for you. Um. Oh, and then uh, the I don't even know what it's called, but like online role-playing games, not the sexy kind, but the D&D kind. Um, yeah. Um, try, tried. I actually didn't try. I'm going to be honest. Um, 
because I've never, I don't know, I don't know why I didn't, I just, I just got busy and it, and I didn't make it a priority. Um, but he plays with other people and then it's great and it works for him. Um, and some other friends. So it works for them. Didn't work for us. Uh, I'm sure there's lots of other great ideas out there that, uh, could work for a lot of people, but wouldn't work for us. Um, I think that for the most part, we were both pretty busy people and we like to stay busy. And so, some of these some of these ideas are just didn't work because it was difficult for us to prioritize any of those uh entertainment things but we wanted to be able to have shared experiences so if you got any ideas for us leave it in the comments our patreon account please go check it out you can find a link on our website or just look up art of med school on patreon.com this is a great way to support us as we work hard to make the most and best content possible you can find more information on our homepage at artofmedschool.com and every little bit helps thanks so there are some very gross things that we talk about in med school and the word infestation just conjures up some nasty images and connotations. In medicine, an infestation simply means a parasitic disease caused by animals, not microbes. So not protozoa, not fungi, not bacteria, not viruses. Those are infections. Infestations are caused by, by a type of animal in a way, well, an insect. So, they're still really gross. And we're going to talk about a few of them over the next few weeks. Sound good? I think that sounds good. Uh, Starting with scabies. Scabies is an infestation of a mite called... My mite Latin is not great. Sarcoptes scabii. And it causes a pruritic eruption. Pruritic just means itchy. That is worse at night. So there these little small nondescript papules or lesions kind of all over the body with little burrows inside of them. And they're some kind, sometimes called serpiginous or, or snake-like. So they're, they're kind of in, in a row. Uh, so they spare the back and the head, but are particularly bad in the sides and webs of the fingers. They're transmitted through person-to-person contact. So these these come up a lot in crowded populations or institutional settings. So, you know, dorm rooms or, or dorm, dormitoriums, I guess, uh, mental hospitals, military barracks, uh, prisons, that kind of thing. You can treat them. You can treat them actually fairly easily uh, with antiparasitics like ivermectin. And these can be creams that you, you put on topically or directly on, on the infestation. Or you can take them orally. If they, if they go deep, you want to take them orally. Uh, you also need to treat the close contacts prophylact- prophylactically. Now, I think this is really interesting. Obviously, you want to wash all your bedding and clothing. However... There is another way to do it. If for some reason you don't want to wash them, and I have no idea why you wouldn't just go ahead and wash them with hot water and and good soap, but you can seal them in a plastic bag for a minimum of three days, at least three days, because scabies need to eat or they starve within three days. 
and they won't have enough human skin to eat. And so essentially you're starving them by sealing them up in that plastic bag. But that's really kind of a gross idea. Like, I think it's very interesting. I would never choose to do that because aren't they all still there? I still want to wash all my stuff that I've sealed up anyhow. So anyway, that's scabies. That's uh, what infestations are. And, and that is that topic. We'll tackle some more infestations later on. All right, there you have it. That was episode number 43 of the Art of Med School, where we help creative minds understand medicine. Today, we talked about perineoplastic symptoms, good idea fails, and scabies. Our theme music, Urbana Matronica Woo Ya Mix by Spinning Mercata, is copyright 2011, licensed under a Creative Commons attribution license. This show is not affiliated or endorsed in any way by St. James School of Medicine. Micah just goes there. The Art of Med School podcast is part of the Art of Med School network. For more information, find us on the web at artofmedschool.com. 